This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, October 12th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Maryland Department of Natural Resources Police spokesperson Candy Thompson is suing the agency in U.S. District Court. According to a complaint filed on Tuesday, Thompson says that her First Amendment rights were violated when DNR Secretary Mark Belton demoted her after she made a negative comment against gubernatorial candidate Ben Jealous on her personal Facebook page. Thompson had submitted her resignation to the department back in July, and her last day was scheduled to be November 6th of this year. Back on September 17th, a post on the Facebook page of Daily Record reporter Brian Sears was criticizing Jealous for barring a reporter from the debate with Governor Larry Hogan. Thompson put a one-word answer, ass clown. Now, the agency's communications director, Stephen Schatz, has said that Thompson has not been declassified, demoted, or suspended and remains active and current in the Office of Communications with the Maryland Department of Natural Resources. However, in her suit, she alleges that on September 20th, two other DNR police commanders were instructed by Schatz to take over her media duties and that she was not informed until September 21st that she had been stripped of those duties. Now, Thompson has worked for the DNR for about five years. Prior to that, she had worked as a reporter for the Baltimore Sun for 25 years. She is asking the court to declare that her First and Fourteenth Amendment rights were violated. She's asking that the court prohibit the DNR from punishing her and reinstate her media duties. A hearing is scheduled for November 1st, and presumably she will retire the following Tuesday. County Executive Candidate Stuart Pittman held a press conference on Wednesday afternoon down at Turtle Run in Churchton, Maryland, and he has announced his intention to ban campaign contributions from developers and their agents while they have applications pending before the county. Pittman cited the Turtle Run property as well as other recent instances of what he called were play-to-pay land use decisions in Anne Arundel County to demonstrate the need for reform in the state ethics law similar to the one proposed in Baltimore County last year and implemented in Prince George. County previously. The plan would impact campaign contributions to both county executive and county council candidates. Similar limits exist in Frederick, Howard, Montgomery, and Prince George's County. In other political news, Democrats see a blue wave coming on November 6th. Despite their gubernatorial candidate trailing Governor Larry Hogan by 20 points, Maryland Democratic Party Chairwoman Kathleen Matthews has said that Democrats have requested about 20,000 more absentee ballots than Republicans and unaffiliated voters. According to the State Board of Elections, 70,374 absentee ballot requests have been made through Tuesday, with 65% of them from registered Democratic voters. A poli-sci professor at St. Mary's College of Southern Maryland, Todd Everly, dismissed that claim, citing that Democratic absentee ballots in many battleground states in the 2016 presidential election gave supporters of Hillary Clinton false hopes that she might have captured the state. I guess we need to wait until November 6th or November 7th to see whether those ballot requests were actually returned in. 
The U.S. Department of Education recently released its college scorecard, and one of the interesting statistics they released was the median earnings of former students 10 years after being admitted to the school. So pretty much that's about 28, 29 years of age, and they looked at schools in the Baltimore area. They looked at 40 of them, and the criteria was that they were colleges, universities, technical schools where students are eligible for financial aid from the federal government. Now, 10 years post-admission, a graduate of Anne Arundel Community College will make $36,900, and they are tied with, and this is a surprise to me, that was actually pointed out by Sean O'Neill from RBC Wealth Management, St. John's College. They also will make $36,900 a year, 10 years post-admission. Other area schools, Salisbury, 50500 They ranked number 14. Towson, 50800 The private Washington College over in Chestertown, $51,400. They are number 11. St. Mary's College of Southern Maryland, $52,200, number 9. University of Maryland College Park is $62,900 at number 5. Johns Hopkins is at number 2 with $73,200. And surprisingly... University of Maryland, Baltimore is the number one school in the region with a median 10-year post-admission salary of $89,700. Very interesting. That is about it for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net for more news throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. It is Friday, so of course we have our picks of things that you should look into doing this weekend. And as we do every day, we have George Young with your local DMV weather forecast, and he is coming up right after this. It's the Navy football and Bud Light golden ticket giveaway. Join Ion Annapolis and Navy football this Saturday from 1230 to 330 for a chance to win VIP Bud Light golden tickets to see the Navy midshipmen take on the Temple Owls. Four lucky winners will be selected for the ultimate Bud Light football fan experience. Come on out to Fado Saturday from 1230 to 330 for the Bud Light golden ticket party. Bring some friends or make some new ones because it's all about building friendships. Going out, you need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, October 12th. Welcome to fall 2018. Finally, right? Tropical Storm Michael moved by to the southeast of the Annapolis region late yesterday and into the overnight hours after dumping a bunch of rain. And it is now on its way across the Atlantic, helped in large part by an approaching cold front that is now delivering much cooler fall-like air that will keep temps going downward today through the 60s and into the 50s as breezy winds of 15 to 20 miles per hour with gusts 30 to 40 miles per hour will make the cool-off from the recent streak of October 80s seem even chillier than it is. But the time had come for summer to take a hike, and the good news is the weekend ahead looks very nice with a fair amount of sunshine and highs finally below average for the first time this month with 60s each day while lows get into the 40s overnight each night. So definitely make plans to get out and about this weekend to fall festivals and sporting events and wherever you can find to have fun in the sun because today's sunshine and windy conditions will go a long way to drying out the ground for the weekend ahead. Okay, that's it for today. Make it a great weekend out there, and be sure to follow DMV Weather anywhere all the time at dmvweather.com or on social media via Twitter or Facebook, or especially on our free app that you can download from the Apple App Store or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather so you can always stay weather-informed. 
This is George Young with DMV Weather. Michael's in the record books, and very likely so are the 80-degree temps until at least next spring. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. 35 years ago, Annapolis became a fine dining destination when Carroll's Creek Cafe first opened its doors on the Eastport waterfront. Today, diners enjoy delicious new American appetizers and entrees from sea and land, an extensive wine and craft beer selection, and creative desserts, all while enjoying the most scenic views in town. Join the fun as Carroll's Creek celebrates with a very special three-course, $35 anniversary dinner menu from October 15th to the 27th. Call 410-263-8102 to reserve your table today. Every weekend, there's something exciting going on in the Annapolis area. Be sure to visit iAnnapolis.net to sign up for a newsletter highlighting all the weekend events. Here are our top picks for this weekend. Thank God it's... I guess once again, it is the weekend and it looks to be a beautiful weekend. I think fall is finally here. Both myself and Liz Murphy, who is the Naptown Pint, we are both rejoicing. Most of the events that I'm going to talk about are continuing events, so it makes it real easy for your schedule. Happening today, tomorrow, and Sunday is the U.S. Power Boat Show down at City Dock in Annapolis. Wonderful show. There's more than 500 power boats from little tiny dinghies to big, huge boats that nobody can afford, but they're absolutely gorgeous to look at. You can find out more information at AnnapolisBoatShows.com. You can buy your tickets online, or you can buy them right there at the ticket box office when you get there. Homestead Gardens has their fall festival, and that continues to go. I was up there last weekend, and boy, it is a lot of fun. They've got a uh, air corn cannon thing to shoot things out in the cornfields. They've got hay rides. They've got tons of stuff for the kids, live music, and great food. Go get their cider donuts. That is Saturday and Sunday, and that runs through the end of the month on weekends only. If you are a lady and need some clothes, the She Sale Consignment Sale, which is a very difficult thing to say very fast or even very slow, to be honest with you. That's happening at the Pitt Moyer Rec Center today, tomorrow, and Sunday. The Pitt Moyer Rec Center is located in Annapolis, right on Hilltop, featuring lots of really lightly used consignment clothing from jeans and casual clothing all the way up to fancy business suits and everything else. We're getting into the final weekend's That's weekends with an S of the Renaissance Festival. I was up there again last weekend. Very crowded. If you're going, I do recommend that you get your tickets online at renfest.com because if it does sell out, they will not sell them at the gate. Tomorrow, 3.30, Navy, who is not having the greatest football season of the year, takes on Temple University Owls, who is having a very good season so far this year. Kickoff is at 3.30. The march on is probably at about 2.48. If I had to guess. Regardless of whether Navy's winning or losing, Navy football is always a good time. Come on out to the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium tomorrow afternoon and watch the Navy midshipmen take on the Temple Owls. And looking into next week, and this is next Thursday the 18th, put this on your calendar because we want everybody to become an informed voter and cast a very good, solid vote for whoever you want to vote for. But at 7 p.m. at Maryland Hall, the Capital Gazette newspapers are sponsoring a county executive debate. 7 p.m., Maryland Hall, Thursday the 18th. It is free to get in. 
They've got seating for about 700, and we will hear from County Executive Steve Shue on why we should give him another four years, and we're going to hear from County Executive Candidate Stuart Pittman on why we should not give County Executive Steve Shue another four years, and we should give them to Stuart Pittman. Those are our picks for the weekend. No matter what you do, please do it safely because we want to see you here on Monday. And until then, have a great weekend. Imagine your child saying, guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked teachers why. Our innovative educational approach spans indoors and out with challenging academics that inspire and engage. In our small classes, we are able to find the learner in every child from preschool to eighth grade. See for yourself as St. Andrews hosts an open house at its Edgewater campus Friday, November 9th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 today. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.